Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest, and you are tuned into the T-Quest Show. Shout out to all my listeners. Shout out to all my new listeners. Shout out to all my new followers. And if this is your first time tuning into the T-Quest Show, I want to let you know beforehand that after the show, make sure you download that T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your app store for free. And also remember to follow me on all social media platforms at T-QuestGLM. You know how we do on the show. We like to bring you that fun, new, and exciting interviews with artists, entrepreneurs, business people, DJs, strippers. You just never know what you're going to hear on the T-Quest show, but we're always going to bring you that raw. We're going to bring you that real. And remember that every show that I do is always what? Informative, relatable, yet entertaining. And today I have a special guest on the show. And I've known of this artist for quite some time now, you know, and finally I've dug deep, <laughs> did some research and realized he is quite the entertainer. And you guys know, sometimes when it comes to artists, I get very hesitant when interviewing them because no disrespect, a lot of them are cliches, you know, and there's nothing wrong with having the same type of story. Sometimes I just wish they told their story differently to show their more uniqueness. And when it comes to this individual, he definitely have impressed me. When I've done my research, I was more impressed. And I'm even more excited to do this interview today. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to a nice Yo, 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 <laughs> everybody. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm blessed. I can't complain. You know, um, I'm alive. Yes. I got my health. Yes. You know, I can't yes. complain. That's good. Definitely important. Definitely important. I just want to say you are something else, but in a good way. <laughs> No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's in a good way. Like I said, you know how sometimes with artists, they're like, yeah, you know, I've been doing this for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Trying to do this, that. Like, they all sound cliche to me, you know? And I get it. We're in the same industry. But sometimes I'll be looking for something different, you know? I respect people that are truly individuals, truly unique. You know what I mean? I definitely understand, yeah. Because, uh, you know, it seems like everybody today, man, is just like they all just... Robots. Yeah, yes. You know yes. Everybody, nobody's just being themselves. Everybody's feel. I feel like everyone's just putting on a front for whatever reason uh, the case may be. But you know, like people respect um, original. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People respect the real. They respect when you can keep it 100 with them. No cut cards. That's why people love Cardi B so much because she keeps it so real. Well, we can debate that to a certain degree because technically isn't Lizzo keeping it real too? <laughs> well, I mean, is she though? I mean, like, how, how do we not know, you know, she's putting on the front though? Like, yeah, right. is she really as confident as she really, you know, come off? Like, is she really, like, did she really want to, like, do that? You know what I'm saying? We don't know, like. Well. Even really, that kind of artist, though. And at the same time, what um, look is that? You know what I mean? Because I tell people, we can always assume or judge a person's a certain way or what they should be, but when you're like a true fan and you dig deep, you realize sometimes that's really who they are. We just didn't um, expect them to be that way, you know. Because when you think of like Lizzo, not trying to switch the topic, but with her. She's different, unique. She's very talented. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, she's um gifted and all that stuff. But at the same time, she's young. So to a certain degree, I'm not shocked by her um actions, you know, because technically she's still new generation. She's only in her 20s, you know. But to um go back to what you're saying about being unique and being real, yes, people do respect people who are authentically real, but I honestly personally don't agree with a lot of people respect the people that are original. And one of the examples I usually give when having this conversation, when it comes to showing interest in things, right? Okay. People feel some type of way if you don't like their same sports. People feel some type of way if you don't like their same TV shows. You know what I mean? People feel some type of way if their top music art is not your favorite top. I'm just like, why can't you respect the fact that I have a different opinion? You know? So I guess it really depends on the scenario and the topic. That makes sense? That makes a lot of sense. Mm. And I, I definitely agree, too. Because, um, I mean, you're right. Like, everybody's going to have their own opinion. Like, just because I may not like a certain person's song doesn't mean the next person won't. Mm-hmm. Don't let my opinion be the say all end all <laughs> of all things because it's not. It's just exactly what it is an opinion. Like, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so speaking of. Oh, what you were saying? No, you continue. So, yeah, but yeah, people can't. They they can't take when you're not on the same same like uh, agendas and like if you don't rock your jeans the same way or if you don't listen to the same kind of music or if you don't you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. if you don't do whatever the in crowd is doing you just look at as as crazy man. no you're absolutely right and it's funny that you say that because when they say everyone's not gonna like the same thing it's kind of like a music artist everyone is not gonna like your music I remember the first time someone um heard my music when I was a little younger, you know, and um, they pretty much said they liked the beat. <laughs> Yo, the beat was fire on your track. And I'm looking at him like, okay, but what about my lyrics? Like, <laughs> you know, and I, after a while, I really felt some type of way. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, well, how could they? And then I realized I'm a hip hop artist, but at that time, my lyrics wasn't up to par, and maybe he was more of a hip-hop head. 
You know what I'm saying? So, but in that moment, I definitely felt some type of way. But as I'm older looking back, I'm like, you know what? I get it. I totally get it. So my question to you, um, when it came out to you putting out your music, did you ever have those moments when someone is um, listening and gave you feedback that made you feel some type of way? Like, what? Like, go play it again. <laughs> um. Yeah, like, see, I'm at the point in my career now where I don't really care. Like, and I kind of like, look forward to the feedback good or bad like I, I just like to hear what what people you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. what people are how, how they listen to the music and what type of uh, music and like what like in the beginning stages like you know i have people say oh like I don't like this song, or uh, you could have went harder, or, you know, or this is corny, like, you know, like, little, nothing, like, too, like, off the wall, like, not too crazy or disrespectful, but just something like, I don't know, but. Yeah. So, how like, how did you feel in that moment, though, when you heard it? But at the moment, like. I admit, as an artist, you kind of want everybody to like your stuff, right? But that is correct. I know realistically that's not going to be the case. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I was kind of like hurt a little bit, kind of like, damn, he ain't like it. But my response was always, I'm going to guarantee you, I'm going to make you like the next one. So that was always my mindset, like, how can I convert this person from not liking it to liking it? Mm-hmm. That's how I approach, like, my music, and that's how I approach, like, a lot of things that I do. Like, I'm going to make you res- I'm gonna make you respect me one way or another, whether it's, the, like, the, the, the way I do the song, the lyrics, the, the delivery, the, the bounce, something about it you're going to like, yo. Like, I'm going to guarantee you I'm going to get a head bob. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, definitely. And I, yo, and I don't really get any like. Recently, I haven't really gotten any bad um, feedback about my music, yo, because I really take my music seriously. Like I really sit there and I really take my time and I really bust my brain and and try to be creative. You know what I'm saying? I try to think of different ways to be different from the next person. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. everybody in this lane right here, and I'm trying to be in this lane. I'm trying to be in the lane two three lanes over you know what i'm saying like uh-huh. so i always like try to be like all right they 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 bouncing like this i'm like all right i'm gonna bounce like that but i'm gonna bounce i'm gonna show you my version of the bounce you know what i'm saying how i'll bounce on it so like that's why like i always like doing freestyles i like rapping on other people's beats because And it's like, I'm coming with lyrics, too. Like, I'm coming with straight bars. Like, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. how like, I can't. No. You got to be nice. You Absolutely. Gotta, you got to have You know what I'm saying? So that stuck with me throughout, my, throughout like, my whole years. Like, I always was like, no matter what I do, I'm always going to stay lyrical, no matter what. Because when I first started out, 
I started out with my cousin and I started out with my homeboy at the time. Uh, we had a crew see and we was punchline champions. Uh-huh. You know, punchline champions because like all we was because all we was used to listen to is like Lloyd Banks and Cassidy and like you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Nod, Big Daddy Kane, like all the lyrical rappers. So we was like, yo, we trying to be just like that, like straight punchlines were like it would make you rewind the tape back like 600 times or make you stretch your face <laughs> right up wherever you mm-hmm. at, just around the circles and scream like that. So that always stuck with me. Yeah. So I got to stay an MC first. No, I think that's, that's super dope. Any, yeah, yeah, I'm a straight MC first. And the crazy part, it was not really crazy, but um, even though I tell people when it comes to music, it's always um, evolving, just like everything of life, you know, but at the same time, nothing like a classic, you know, nothing like having a hip hop artist or a rapper or an MC that's really spitting real bars. Yes, you can have your fun, but don't forget, this is a talent and a skill, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what really gravitated me to your music is because you actually found the balance meaning of course which like your um the newest single and everything is like a a dance track which is dope because you know dancing is sweeping the nation which was funny because when i started dancing and rapping they're like what you trying to be the female mc hammer like <laughs> but then all of a sudden it became cool once i said my stop but the best part about it is even though it's a dance track it's a dance track where girls can definitely bounce to Dudes can definitely vibe to, and you're still being lyrical at the same time. And a lot of people can't find that balance, and I feel like you got it, you know, even in your freestyles. Because, you know, like I said, I did my research. I was I was checking you out. <laughs> and I'm like, he really got it, and that's what we need. And I'm definitely going to take the time out to definitely hit up um, some of my peoples and send your music and stuff out to them and all the DJs that are listening to me. Cause you know, a lot of my um, friends and colleagues are DJs. If you want some new great music, especially to play in a club, hit me up and I'll definitely send you all of a nice information. So you can definitely help him and put him in rotation because he do got that music that the people will love vibe and respect, you know, but I think I'm going to, um, Take the time to really dig deep and just throw back a little bit. Not the way we do it in the club in the bedroom, but throw it back in the sense that take us back to the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, you know, I've read your bio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And where are you originally from? I'm originally from Trinidad and Tobago. Ooh. Now, when I think of some place like that, I'm thinking about going there for, like, vacation or something. You know what I mean? Um, but tell me about life out there. Um, it's very relaxing. Very, very relaxing, man. In a um, good way? Huh? In a good way? Oh, yeah. Super good way. Mm-hmm. Um, in America, man, everything is go, 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 go. Fast pace, and- yeah you don't really get the time to just sit back and relax and just enjoy the moment mm-hmm. back home. It's just, it's just the opposite of here. Like you, you feel like stressed or, um, you know, depressed or whatever here mm-hmm. back home.
<laughs> and I'm trying to think of a way to say that. That shit's real. Not too processed like American food, right? Man, like, because I got, like, stomach issues and stuff. And I'm pretty sure we're going to get into that later. But yeah. I can't eat certain things. And yeah. when I went back home, I tried KFC for the first time. And yo, oh my God. Have you ever had real ketchup? Like, have you ever tasted what real ketchup tastes like? Tastes nothing like how it tastes in the grocery store. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I haven't then. Yo, oh my God. Yo, like, just this ketchup, the chicken, it wasn't like after you ate it, you didn't feel sleepy and groggy. Like, I actually felt alive. Like, I felt good. Like, my stomach wasn't hurting. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. I'm like, yo. And the french fries. Like, that, the french fries was real. Here. Like, I think they would, um... They would definitely, they would definitely enjoy it. You know, they would probably look at life a lot more differently too. Yeah. Because you get a lot more time to sit back and think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're breathing in that fresh, clean air. And, you know, you're drinking that nice, clean coconut water. And you just... <laughs> no, I totally understand. We, I need to, you know slow down on life like everything doesn't have to be like oh my god i gotta do it right now like ah no i um i definitely respect what you're saying because what you're um bringing me back to is when i went on vacation i had to force myself to go on vacation because like you said a lot of americans we always go, go, go. We don't know how to chill. We start beeping at people. If the light just turned green, we don't give them a moment to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you take too long at a stop sign, God forbid you do a full stop. You know what I'm saying? People are just pissed off. And I'm like, we got to relax. You know? And it, it's really sad that we're like that. But that's just America, even with the processed food and supposed to be land of the free but this is the the land of the scary because nowadays everything's getting recalled <laughs> there's viruses and diseases it's just craziness and the stuff that's here to heal us is what's making us sick at the same time because side effects and everything is real you know and um like i said it was bringing me back to when i went on vacation to like the bahamas and jamaica and those was the only times i could say in my whole entire life that i had a chance to breathe I had a chance to relax. I had a chance to turn off the world, something I've never done before. And I'm like, those were the most amazing experiences. And definitely want to give a quick shout out to my um traveling company, Winnie's Escapes, because they know my life. And it was like, when you go on vacation, I got too much to do. When you go on vacation, I got too much to do. But I'm glad they forced me and showed me the importance <laughs> of taking a break because I needed that. It was to the point I came back even more refreshed more restored and creativity was out of this world you know what i mean so i guess my question to you is why i'm assuming because you were younger but you can correct me if I'm wrong. but why would you want to leave such a beautiful place and come here 
Um, well, jobs is not plentiful. Mm-hmm. There's not plentiful opportunities. So I guess my grandma and my mom saw, you know, a better opportunity here in America mm-hmm. to um, have a better way of living. Yeah. And she can help take care of her family back home. So I guess they wanted to come here for a better opportunity. And, you know, they did. And they brought us along. Now, do they actually feel that they've done that? Because I've talked to a lot of people that's not from here. And it's like 50-50. Some happy they did it, some regret it. Um, no, they, they, don't, they don't like the way how America. to the moment you fell in love with hip hop <laughs> the moment you wanted to pick up a pen and pad and start writing some lyrics even if it's a story poems take me back to the beginning um damn I know I used to be around I grew up around a lot of older people people that was always older than me my friends was always older so they was into everything first before I was yeah. And I was like the little shorty that everybody used to look out for. Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, my mom, she knew, <clears throat> she knew like all the, the drug dealers, all the neighborhood, like hustlers and everybody. Like, my mom was like the little G. You know, she, she was a little roughneck. So all the little drug dealers and stuff used to always come around to the crib. So a lot of them was, uh, um, I guess rappers. I don't know. At the time, I was young. I didn't really, you know, I guess it was rappers, but it was nice. And they always used to come around and, like, um, you know, rap or whatever. And they always used to tell me to, like, make beats. Like, I used to always, like, to pound on the table and make beats and stuff. So I was real good at that, beatboxing. Mm-hmm. So I'll make a beat, and they'll be rapping. And then they'd be, like, they'd be telling me to try I forgot. Um, I was like, 
I don't know how I can't remember how, but um, I spit one of my uh, spit one of my rhymes for one of my friends, and they mm-hmm. loved it. I was like, nah, don't don't lie to me. He was like, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, so I spit it, and they was like, yo, you nice, bro. You gotta keep you gotta keep up with that. I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, so I kept up with it. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't until I linked up with my cousin and my homeboy at the time, and we started. We made a group, you know, Deadly Alliance DA, aka the Punchline Champion. Yeah. And, uh, we started. Um, that's when I started like taking it serious, man. I started battling people, battling people in school, battling people on the phone, uh, <laughs> rushing. You hear me? Yeah. Demolishing these boys, like <laughs> that's how nasty. That's how like I really am. Like how Kobe is, how he got that Mamba mentality, hundred and ten percent of everything he do. That's how I. That's how I am. I got that same mentality. So, tell so me through the connection there. What's the connection there from being so, um, keeping your lyrics and stuff to yourself? So it just took one of your friends to let you know that you nice. And then all of a sudden, you just started battling, and the confidence just came out like that. Yeah, I was battling. I was doing more songs. I was letting people hear my stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. And you know what I'm saying? The working. Yeah. Once people started liking it, I really started getting serious into it. So I really started like battling. People was calling me out. People was like, "Yo, I heard, you know be hearing you nice, yo, spit some bars." And I always had bars in the tuck. So I'm like, "All right, let's what's up?" <laughs> okay. And I used to get busy. Like I used to get busy. Like I don't really get busy as much as I used to now because. Now music is just like, ah, now you got to focus on singles and focus on this and that. So. <laughs> no, you're right. It's funny because I was like, you know, when it comes to the music industry, there's certain people that I look up to in the industry, they're like mentors. And I think it was Timberland that posted a video about where you got to realize if it's your career or is it just um, a strong hobby? And what they mean by that is it's okay if things don't go your way, but don't be so focused on the business side that you forget the love for it, the passion you have for it, you know? And I'm like, that resonated with me for the fact that nowadays I don't feel the same creatively. You know what I'm saying? Back then I used to write because I love to write. I used to write songs because I love to write songs. I used to sing and rap and perform because I had a love for it, a passion. It was my therapy. Now I'm so focused on the business side of things that I feel like I... The love for it is not as streaming and likes and followers. I'm just like, yo, I don't want to focus on this. I don't want to focus on a post and how many people like that. I want to focus on making the next rap song for myself before I put it out there for the fans. Yo, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about posts. I don't really care about the likes and the views and all that. Cause that's gonna come, that's gonna catch on later. Mm-hmm. But you gotta have something that people that the people like. You know exactly. what I'm saying? 
Yeah. I'm more concerned about the quality than the quantity to keep it a hundred. Like mm-hmm. I really focus in on. But see, I don't know. It's like I can balance though. I can balance the like the business and 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 the and still have the passion because, like I said, like. <laughs> I don't just go in the studio to make BS. If I'm going to make music, like it's going to have a purpose. And mm-hmm. I know I can make it in a creative way where it can generate business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like you said, I got the balance. Like I learned how to balance it. Like I, I got it down pat now. So I know how to still be me mm-hmm. and still give the fans what they want. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. I know how to do that. So, I don't know. It's I can still find my passion for it and still know that I gotta be, you know, it's a business. One more Daisy's more focused on the attention and the quick bag than anything, than longevity. Exactly, and I'm not about that. You know? Like I'm, I'm about that longevity, and I know it's like when you make investments, you're not gonna, you're not gonna see nothing right now. Absolutely. Wait, and you, you give it some time, and you let it grow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, I do. Because it's funny. Because I'm um, recently I've been um. Well, I interview a lot of people every day, and um, lately I've noticed it's been a lot of these new female rappers, which is cool because we're on that new female wave, so if you can jump in now, this is a good time to jump in. But when they ask me my opinion about their music, and some of them, you know, they have thousands of followers, like in the hundreds, 200, 300Ks, you know, some of them even have um, songs out with um mainstream artists and everything but when they ask me my opinion on their music when we have our conference calls i just keep in a buck with them in the most respectful way that they can receive it properly and i'm like look at the end of the day i get why you did a song like that because this is what the music's out right now you say your look alone is going to have people gravitate to you is this the type of music that i personally will put in rotation and want to hear on the regular no if I hear it in a club, would I bop to it? Yes, because I'm in the club. But I get what you're doing now. But if you're really trying to be in this game longevity, you have to really try to focus on trying to make some classics. Because there's not that many songs I hear right now that I'll hear 10, 20 years from now. I'll be like, ooh, this is my joint. But T, they don't got nobody in their ear to tell them that. They don't because the people in their ear is on that new generation wave too. Let's just get the quick bag now. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. These artists coming up in the game do not have the proper guidance. There's no more A and R. There's no more company artist development. There's mm-hmm. no more actually taking the time to groom an artist and teaching proper etiquettes and 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 none of that. No, like these they're just going off the whim. So it's like they see what what's working and they're like, all right. It, that's working. I gotta do that. I I gotta walk around in, in some panties and a bra and drop it down low and clap these cheeks. Yes, that's that's what I'm gonna do. So I gotta I gotta, wear, I gotta wear colorful wigs and yeah. All right, 
sign me up. I'm going to do that. And it's like, that don't have no longevity, though. That's like, it's like microwave food is quick, fast, and mm-hmm. out. And bad for you. <laughs> and it's dri- you. driving these little girls down the wrong path, man. Mm-hmm. So easily influenced. You're right. You know, the crazy part is something I've never said in an interview, but I'm going to say it today is when they speak to people like us and people who've been in the game for a minute, they look at us like we crazy. Why? Because we'll tell them we need your DJ service pack. They be like, what's that? You know, they just think as long as you send the MP3, you good. Like, no, as DJs and radio personality, we need a DJ service pack so we can have the instrumental. When we want to just smoothly transition your song into the rotation, we want you to do the DJ drops so we can drop it in when we're about to debut your song or whatever. And then we want to get the acapellas and stuff so we can do a couple of mixes with your songs if you're a fan of your work. But they don't know that part. Then we tell them when it comes to performing, you should have a show check. In their mind, why should I have a show track? There's a um, mainstream artist out here that's still performing over their track. If they can do it, guess what? I can do it too. Not realizing the best thing about a show track is your audience can hear your words even more clear and it just has a better professional sound and it's showing that you really have the talent as a true artist. Then we talk about artist development and how to have crowd participation and know how to work a stage. How you mean I don't know how to work a stay? At the end of the day, I'm jumping around, and guess what? The crowd is jumping around me, too, which means the crowd and their audience don't expect much, so they don't have to give much. So they're looking at us like we stuck on stupid and stuck in the past. Damn. <laughs> I really be giving a lot of this stuff some thought, and that was the first time I actually said it out loud. Uh, but you see what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm. You actually sit there and break that down. Mm-hmm. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking at this stuff and studying like a science, you know? I really do because I'm like, there's just something going on. You can jump on the wave or find out how to work that wave into your favor, but remember to stay true to you. That's why I say I commend you for finding the balance. Right now with your, your new track, where my shake at? <laughs> It falls in line what's going on right now, but your song is even better because I feel like it has more longevity. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? And when I was looking at your YouTube, the little baby was adorable. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then seeing other people, my suggestion to you is while you're still pushing it, and I'm going to help you push it because I actually enjoy the song. um, You should start your hashtag if you haven't already to do the... um, with my shake at challenge. Cause yes, I see the videos, but it's better to start a hashtag so it can um really go farther. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, see I have where my shake at hashtag, but I never put the challenge at the end. Should think. I should I now do where my shake at challenge? I mean if or you type in if you type in where my shake at and if your content is the only one that's popping up then you should be good, but sometimes, depending, the challenge word is a good thing. Kind of like the um the after the passing of Kobe when they did the, the hashtag girl dad, it just said girl dad, it didn't say girl dad challenge, supposed, you know what I'm saying? So if it's all you're posting, then you should be good regardless. 
But I'm just saying a lot of the dance ones do have the word challenge at the end of it. See, the weird thing about my song is um, I never like, man, there's like not really a dance to it. It's like just just happens that the New York dancers caught on to it first. <laughs> I knew. I had Everybody a feeling those was New Yorkers, so yeah. Yeah, because it sounds like a New York, you know, mm. Harlem type of song. So Facts. all the the, the 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 Harlem shakers and the shoulder shakers and the light feet dancers, they caught on to it first. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones that basically brought the song to the forefront. Yeah. Shout out my boy Shakes. <laughs> I was like, they look like the, the Get Live crew people um, yeah. dancing and stuff, you know, because that wave is still popping right now. It's definitely yeah. still popping. You know those subway dancers from the Ellen show? Yeah. They were in my videos. So I don't really like have like a, a specific dance for it. It's just people just dance however. You and that's know, the best part. You don't even up. need a dance to it. That makes it even better because they just freestyle into it. Yeah, they, I'm so surprised this song caught on the way that I'm not even going to hold you. Like right. every single day I get the response I get, it really blows my mind. And it's so, like, it's so, I don't know, I can't describe it. Like, I don't want to say it's corny, because I don't think it's corny, but it's, it's like, so weird. It's, like, everyone is vibing to, like, where my shake at. It's, like, it's so weird that I, I, I found a way to, like, capture people and, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. You know? Like, for me, it's just surreal. That's all like, it takes. You know, like, something. Just... love it. The adults love it. And to give everybody a backstory, I caught a lot of backlash for this song. Why? Because a lot of people at first didn't like it. When I first recorded it, Mm -hmm. a lot of people gave me shade for this song. A lot of the engineers, like a lot of people, because they thought this song was like beneath me. They thought I was way better than Mm. that. People that know me, they know. I'm like, and I, even myself, I was like, this is corny. Like, to me, I'm going to say, because I'm my biggest critic. Yeah. I was like, nah, this is corny. But I'm like, it could work. Like, I fought my, I, I had a fight with myself to convince myself, like, yeah, I'm going to do this song. Like, yeah, I'm going to be, had a confidence and say, this this is it right here. Mm-hmm. So, when people was telling me it was trash, I was like, man, bro, this is not trash, dog. I know this is going to be it. Nah, this, this whack. This, I'm like, all right, I'm going to prove it to you. 
So I put my I put my I put my money where where, where my mouth is, where I, I invest. I invest my all my hard work money into this, mm-hmm. and look where it's getting me now. Now everybody that was down me, now they like, oh man, I see you. <laughs> 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 That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> Tell me, bro, this, this song right here. How'd it come to this life? It changed my life. Bro. This song's literally changed my life. Like, I was in a messed up situation before I made this song. Like, Tell I was struggling. Yeah. Tell me, like, I, I was on the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Shit was, uh, stuff was rough. Before I made the song, I was getting in a lot of trouble with the law. Mm-hmm. And I like lost my way. Stuff started happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I still, I still had a nine to five. I was working a nine to five, but nobody knew. You know what I'm saying? I was homeless or whatever the case may be, or yeah. you can never know. But unless you ask me, you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't, I wouldn't come out and tell people like. situation comes yeah. i take it like you know what i'm saying i put my ten toes down chin down hand up i go to war and you know what i'm saying we i i face it head, head on so absolutely damn that so all that stuff i was going through man i feel i usually don't get defensive when people say stuff about my other songs yeah but i know this song is a life changer so when people say Whatever the case may be, I'm like, bro, you don't know what I went through, though. Yeah. But you don't know what I still had to go through with this. Now stuff is cruising because it's a hit. Mm-hmm. And all people got to do is listen to it and they know it's a hit. But before getting this song off the ground, man, I was ready to, to have fist fights with people. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, like, I got, this is my baby, like, this is my <laughs> whole child right here, like, I'm nurturing, I'm watching it grow yeah. every single day, and I'm growing with it, mm-hmm. I'm becoming a new person, a better person every day, like, I'm finding out about myself every day through this song, like, absolutely, you know what I'm saying, I'm going through the ups and downs as an independent artist, like, you know what I'm saying? The the doubters, the the shows where it's only two people, mm-hmm. or, you know, two million followers. I don't got twenty thousand views on stuff I post. Like I'm on the come up, and people is watching me come up. But, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they actually watching everything progressing. Like everything is progressing. Like everything. Like so, I take you know, I get emotional. For this, bro, because I, I came a long way, bro. Absolutely, and I feel when you said that you were shocked on the success of it and everything, and you can't believe it. I'm like, you really gotta think about it. You've been through a lot, and this is like a blessing in disguise to let you know, like, look, this ain't the end of the road for you. You know what I'm saying? You have a lot to give to this world. 
You are gifted. You are talented. And your time is going to come. You just can't give up. And I respect um, your journey and your um, your story because it reminds me of when I talk to people from back in the day. And I'd be like, um, so how's everything with the music and stuff? You know, they'd be like, well, you know, um, I don't really do the music like that no more. And I'm like, well, why not? Well, you know, it's different now and it ain't really no money in it. And, and I'm just like, you got to take it back to the reason why you did music and stuff to begin with, which is the therapy. You know, a lot of people didn't have a beautiful upbringing. You know what I'm saying? We had to go through things. We had to go through struggles. And music was pretty much breathing life back into us as we going through these hard times. So I tell people, I don't care, even though this is supposed to be my career, which it is, I would never stop doing music. You know what I'm saying? Because it's my therapy. It's my passion. It's my love. No matter what I go through, that's the one thing I would never allow other people to take away. And it, it makes me question other people, like, was it ever a passion? That you let it just slip through the cracks because you didn't make it where you wanted to make it the time you wanted to make it? Because people are not coming to your shows or buying your music or you're not signed yet. Like, was it really a passion of yours? And how strong was the love for it? Because if I don't even make a dime, if no one even streamed myself, I would never stop creating. This is my therapy. This is my happy. This is my love. This is my heart. This is the air I breathe. You know what I'm saying? And someone like you who've been through so much, you know, we didn't really get too in-depth of it as of yet, but... um. This is what was meant to be. This is the way it's supposed to happen organically at the right time, you know, and I got your back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to make sure that I help push it out to a lot of the DJs that I know. You know, your song is straight to the point, it's vibrant, it's catchy, it's fun, it's lyrical, and the people need to hear it. So especially all my um, listeners out there, especially all you DJs, definitely contact me um, to let me know um, if you want me to sing that music. Some people already been hitting me up, and you know, let, let's, let's vibe out. You know what I'm saying? And but um, Music is definitely my therapy, man. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not really much of a talker. Like, I don't, I don't... Like, I'm more like an introvert, which is crazy that I'm an artist. And mm -hmm. I'm able, I'm capable of talking to people, which is weird. Yeah. But I can't, what I can't say verbally, I can say in my music. Yes. Like, I can get it out of my music. And that helps me. Like, I mean, it was, you know how many days I wanted to quit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I wanted to stop <laughs> But for some reason, like, I kept doing it. Like, there was something in me. Yeah. And that was that passion. Like, I always had the passion and the love for it. Absolutely. I was like, I, even if I settle down and get a nine to five, I'm always going to do music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's my therapy. Like, I get all everything that's on my mind, everything that's going on, stories I see, stories I, I experience, anything. I yeah. put it in my music, you know what I'm saying? Or I put it in my freestyles or, or like, you know, certain things, I put it in the
So I had a lot of friends that I did music with. I started off music with, and they all dropped off one by one. And I kept, <laughs> and I kept it going. Only the strong shall survive. Yeah, it wasn't a fad for me. The same, I lived this. Like it's all I. It's all I have. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, this my baby. I take. I take this serious. Like I would. I would karate chop somebody for this. Like, <laughs> oh, for real. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, so when people approach me or when people talk to me, they they realize that they see I'm not a gimmick. Like, yeah, I'm not a, it's all me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I love it. So tell the um the listeners something about you outside of music so they can feel even more connected to you because your story alone really resonate with a lot of people, not just music artists, but even DJs, regular people who just really going through something, but they know they got to push through for themselves, for the art and for the love. So let's dig a little deep and um, tell us something about you. That you want the world to know. That shows your human side. Because you know we always got to put on a certain amount of face. For society. Keep it a buck. But. Give us something on your human side. That they don't know. don't recording it and posting it like (laughs) i do stuff like that on the regular and Mm -hmm. don't even post it like i don't even think twice about getting my phone like i don't help people out of accidents Mm. i don't give people money i don't give people rides i don't like I done like sat down and had full on conversations with strangers and made their whole day or yeah. like I helped motivate somebody like with working out or the gym like I stuff like people should be doing regularly like human like humanitarian stuff like I just do Like you want to talk about something, you want to vent, you yeah. want to you build. Like come, come talk to me. Like you know, I'm busy, you know, so I don't may not be able to get to you right away, mm-hmm. but I will get to you, and you're gonna get my full undivided attention. And whatever we say stays between us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I I offer that to people, you know, and a lot of people that's taken it and. You know, I helped a lot of people through. Man, I done helped. Man, I done stopped divorces. I done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The amount of stuff I done. Oh, my God. I got so many stories. But like I said, I can't tell everybody business because, you know, that's confidential. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yo, the world is crazy. He's <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
people are interesting. I, I tell you that. Oh, trust people me, I know. <laughs> oh man, the stories, man! Wow, mm-hmm. it, it makes you like that. Makes me human, like because it's like I really feel for people. Yeah, don't be faking the funk. Like I ain't like if I don't feel for you, you gonna know I don't, I don't feel for you like that. You gonna know, you, but like. When people like I real like people go through stuff and people are really hurting like that hurts me you know especially if I know I can't personally help you yeah at the moment or mm-hmm. that bothers me yo. Mm-hmm. oh man especially like good people that don't deserve what they're going through and they going through it and it's like dang you yeah. like I don't like Kobe like that like man. Yeah. A little kid. Mm-hmm. Man, that that's crazy, man. That GJ deserved that. No, you're right. And um, I've spoken about it um before on some shows, but I tell people it always hit differently when it hits closer to home. Yeah. You know, like you see people passing away and. Um, accidents or being sick or whatever, you know, and you be like, oh, dang, somebody lost their life. That's horrible. And then you go on about your business. But when it hits close to the home, like family, or when it comes to a certain celebrity that you feel close to, especially being a fan of, it always hits differently. Because technically, when it came to that Kobe situation, it wasn't the first person to get into an accident on a plane. It wasn't the first celebrity getting an accident on a plane. But for the fact that um, he do have a lot of fans, especially over the years, it hits differently, you know. And um, especially when there's children involved, it hits differently. It's not the first time children been involved, but for the fact that he is in the limelight, you can't, you know, look past that. Even when it comes to the other people that was on the plane. It took people a minute to realize we got to have a heart and realize seven other people lost their lives as well. You know what I'm saying? And um, to go back to what you were saying about helping others, it just reminded me, like, you're like the male version of me. Because I tell people my inbox is open, my email is open, and boy, have they been taking advantage of it. For the last almost 15 years, I've been doing this. (laughs) You know, and I've definitely heard some crazy stories and helped out a lot of people. And yes, it is sad. I was actually speaking about this a couple of weeks ago. And I think it was last week, too, about when when I help people, I don't do it for show. You know what Hell I'm saying? No. I ain't got time for that. I said, how are these people helping people organically, but ironically have the phone out or your friend is recording? Like, yo, I'm about to go help them. Oh, that's so beautiful. I should record this. No. You're no. really still doing it for clout and attention. You know, that's why I tell people, as someone in this industry, as much as I give and stuff, a lot of people don't know about it, nor do people need to know about it. Now, if the people I'm helping out want to put it out there, so be it. You know what I'm saying? That's on you. But me personally, I'm most likely I'm not going to do it. The only time I'll really do it is to open the other people's minds so they can do it as well, to a certain degree. But I would never... Put people struggle still, out there like that. But is that still like cloud chasing though? Like if you, I know you want to like 
motivate other people to do it, but can't people still turn around and be like, hey, well, you just posted it. You It really depends on the situation. Like, if I'm at, like, a charity event or doing a donation drive, like, hey, I'm over here doing this. They might want to come through and support, help out. Here's the address. Hey, uh, we collect the money or money on food for, like, a food drive or a coat drive or back to school. Stuff like that is what I mean. But I would never be like, yo, so-and-so need rent, about to be homeless, cat. Like, I would never do it. <laughs> I would never do that. Right. You know, right. there's some people, and I don't want to put out too much because I don't want people thinking they can come to me like this. But it's selected people that will just contact me and be like, yo, Quest, I'm going through something, and I don't get paid till next week, and I'm just sure you that you can help me out. You know, I'll send that cash app real quick. They go, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, because it's, it's, it's already uncomfortable for certain people to come to people for help. The worst thing you want somebody to do is come to people for help and then you throw it in their face. I, can you please tell me if I'm battling with this right now and it's really killing my conscience, right? Okay. So, okay. You, I understand you. If you. <sighs> took you, you know, whatever courage you had to come and ask me, you know, mm-hmm. money. Okay. That I, I respect, you know, because it takes a lot. Yes. Now. You don't have like a smite, like you don't have an older this, uh, uh, like you mm-hmm. don't got, you know what I'm saying? Like you came to me for this, like. No, I, I totally understand. And I want to um just tap on that like really quickly because we're actually down to the last minute. I always tell people, you never really know, just like a homeless people, you don't know if they um really homeless. You don't know if they're going to use that money for food. You don't know if they use it for drugs. You know what I'm saying? Also, at the same time, we all put on face for society and social media, but that does not mean we're not going through. Yes, I may have the latest, you know, for all you know, someone could have got it for me or I was in a good position, but then all of a sudden came into a bad position. So even if someone looked like they're doing great, they still really could be struggling. And even though it seemed like they have so many people around them, does not mean they can actually go to them for help. So they have to go and outsource it to a stranger you know what I'm saying? Even someone like me, I could be going through something right now, but no one would ever believe me because you're looking at T-Quest, entertainer, not knowing that I really could be going through something. And if I try to open up to someone, they think I'm doing it for attention, not realizing I genuinely need them. So every situation is different and you never really know. You just pray that they're not trying to play you or you can especially like, I'm sorry, but I just can't. Like the other day, someone asked me for something. I don't even know them like that. I said, I appreciate you opening up and really asking me for it. And you could be telling me the truth. But for the fact that too many people ask, 
And a lot of them be on that borrow stuff, and I ain't getting paid back. I'm sorry, but my account is closed to everybody. <laughs> but I really pray that if you really need this, that you genuinely get it. You know what I'm saying? But I think... I feel bad if you don't always give, right? Like, it's not... It's an uncomfortable position to be in, I would say. You know, even when it comes to people with... um. Um, charities and donations and everything, you know, they're like, oh, but even if you just give a dollar, I'm like, look, if I respectfully say I decline, you have to respect my answer. Cause guess what? You're not the only charity that's asking me. If a thousand charities asked me to donate and I said, no, thank you. Oh, you can just give something as easy as a dollar. Technically I just gave a thousand dollars, you know? So I'm just like, it's weird. Every situation is different. And just like if you get some homeless, you just got to pray that it's for the right reason. If not, it is what it is. You did it with a good heart, but you still got to be mindful. And know there are some snakes out here, too. Yeah. And they don't got no shame in their game. No That's shame. Yo, you, you sat here and cried to me in my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And you and like you know, that's crazy. People will stoop that low, and that's why that's what will be killing my conscience. Because it's like, damn, I'll be feeling, but it's like, man, man, I feel like you, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's like I know, I know it's supposed to be bigger than me. I know it's supposed to. It's not even about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's what people forget too. Like, this life is not really about you. Like, no. you play a part in it. You play a part in a timeline you know what i'm saying and Absolutely. once once you've it, it affected the amount of people you're supposed to in this lifetime mm -hmm. time to go so i understand i gotta you know you know when it's all said and then i gotta answer to the higher power about that but still though i'll be feeling like man i could have gave this five dollars to somebody who really needed it mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that would be killing me that's why i ask like yo am i wrong for like Cause that I'll be like, man, I'd rather give this to somebody I know who really needs it. Like, I feel <laughs> like you might be I. Right. <laughs> no, you're right, and you're not wrong. Cause that's how I was feeling back in the day where I was super financially stable, but when it came to the industry, things turned left, right? And back then, I was just like, look, I got it. So if you my peoples, you my friends, you got it too. You know what I'm saying? But then I realized a lot of them was just around me because they knew how nice and sweet and how, how much of a giver I was. So when I think yeah. back, I'm like, I gave for the right reasons. It was just to the wrong people. And I wish it, I could have gave it to people who genuinely needed it more. Man, you know, crazy. by the same time, you did it with the right reasons. So you're going to be good. But nowadays, I'm definitely more cautious when I lend, lend a helping hand. And I tell people, if someone say no, or I'm sorry, but I can't, you can't get mad at them. It's not mean they're not a good friend or anything. You just have to respect their answer and you keep it moving. I don't care if it look like I'm flashing 24-7 at the end of the day. That's my flash, not your flash. I tell people, stop counting people's pockets because I can make $50,000 you can make $10,000, but for all you know, I could have more bills than you and you actually end up with more money after we both pay our bills. You can't count someone else's pockets because you never really know. Exactly. You know what That's I'm saying? 
But um, I just want to say, is <laughs> we actually ran over our hour. <laughs> you know, but just talk like you know, like know each other, man. I know, and I feel like we got to do this again. For sure. But, you know, I'm trying to stay with the time frame. We're already over. But, like I said, you are an incredible, not just an incredible artist, an incredible businessman, an incredible person. And I want to extend to do another interview with you to chop it up. But just things about not just music, just life in general. Because I feel you have a lot to give and a lot to say. And that's what the the listeners love. So, what I'm going to do is let people know this is, well, matter of fact, you talk to the people. <laughs> this is your boy, A to the nice. And, um, yeah, man, I thank everybody for tuning in. I thank everybody that's supporting me on my journey. Uh, it means a lot. Um, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, every day you guys show me support, give me encouraging words, and telling me to keep going. Like, y'all don't know, man. Like, that puts, like, a fire under me, man. And, like... I cherish all of that. Like I take into consideration everybody's like everybody that supports. And mm-hmm. if you want to continue supporting, you know, follow me on Instagram. I A M A Y E N Y C E. And you can follow me on Twitter, the same thing. You can follow if everybody that follow me on Facebook, A Nice Music. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hit me up and then uh DJs, if you guys need any drops, send your scripts over or holla at T and T can holla at me or whatever y'all want to do. Uh, I can get y'all my email too. Drops for nice. Drops for the number four N I T E. No charge. All love. Just want to build and connect. You know what I'm saying? I support from my end. Y'all show me love on y'all end, which y'all continuously doing, which I salute and appreciate. Man, everybody, all the artists out there that's having a roadblock. Look, man, I had a lot of roadblocks. <laughs> still trucking. You hear me? I'm still trucking. So, not them roadblocks, however you got to get through them, man. Get through them. Trust me, it's part of your journey. Don't rush the journey, man. Mm-hmm. Do not rush the journey. You're not going to be satisfied when you reach the finish line. Enjoy the ride, man. Cruise. Absolutely. It's okay to go. It's okay to go forty-five. Go forty-five. You don't need to do eighty. <laughs> yeah. But just whatever y'all gotta do, keep going. Do not stop. Do not let that know determine the rest of your career. That turn that no into a yes. That's what I'm doing, and I linked up with T. You know what I'm saying? Look, like, <laughs> next thing I might be at the breakfast club. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so, and I would be right there, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm bringing Absolutely. everybody with me. So, art, man, everybody out there, even not even artists, just anybody out there in general who's got a goal, a passion, keep going. Mm-hmm. Everybody stop you. Because this, this is your journey. This is your life. Yeah. This is your path you gotta tell. You can't live it for your parents. You can't live it for your significant other. Like Mm-mm. this is your life. So that's my words. I appreciate y'all. I can't wait to come back again and express some more knowledge and have some more, you know, talk. 
No, it's most definitely all love on my end. And ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Artist A Nice. Yes, as you can tell, he has an incredible story. And you can actually read more about it on the article I did with him on streetofficialmagazine.com. And to get all his information, all you gotta do is contact me. And also, you already know how I do when it comes to having interviews. You always can get all the information on that T-Quest mobile app. So make sure you download that in your Google Play Store and your App Store. Make sure you follow me and follow him. For all my listeners and DJs that do want his information, you know I always have it for you. And let's really back this young man and his music because Where My Shake At is a great dance song that everybody will love. Everybody can move to, not just women, just as men, but kids and adults. It's one of those cross crossover universal songs that's just happy you know what i'm saying something you can vibe to groove to and everything once again i want to thank a nice for being on the t-quest show until next time it's your girl signing out Meow.